Are you an overwhelmed mom seeking hope and direction? Welcome to the Recycled Mom Podcast. I'm Darlene Taylor. Hello, everyone. Today, I want to ask you a couple questions. And I hope that today's podcast will inspire you as much as it has inspired me. My questions to you are, how would you define confidence? And is confidence something that you feel that you have or that you're striving for um, or that you're you're just, you're hoping for, or you're just like in a set pattern. I, I don't have confidence. There's no way I could ever get it because um, you're born with it. I mean, where do you fall in the line of confidence? And how does one become confident in anything? What are your thoughts and answers on this? I'll share with you mine. I think and until recently, actually, I, I think I used to think. So this is where I'm standing now. But but I used to think confidence was something that you had to practice until you got good. Like, I am a singer and a musician. So getting confidence in my craft was something that I had to practice a lot at. I mean, I had to get good at playing an instrument. I had to get you know, good at singing. I had, I went through lots of studies. I had voice instructors. I had uh, vocal coaches. I had language speaking coaches. And I was trying to practice and practice, you know, to get better at my craft. And by doing that, I would have confidence in that particular area. I would have confidence in my singing or in my speaking, or I would have confidence in playing my instrument. And that is certainly one version of confidence. But what I learned here recently, well, I think I already knew this, but you know, when someone, you you talk with someone and they share some insight with you and your eyes are opened and you're enlightened, you're like, oh, and that is where I'm at today. And I'm hoping that's where I can get you (laughs) today when you listen to this podcast to open your eyes a little bit in the area of confidence. Another version of confidence is more simpler, I think. It doesn't require any of this practicing, you know, practicing for long hours and, you know, hiring lots of coaches or, you know, lessons or buying expensive instruments or anything. It it doesn't take years to develop this because anyone can access this instantaneously in any given situation. And it's not something that you take years to develop. It's something that you shed. And here it is. Ready? You might want to write this down. (laughs) Confidence is the absence of self-consciousness. I'll say it again. Confidence is the absence of self-confidence. I'm sorry, self Confidence is the absence of self-consciousness. See, when I think 
I'm thinking too much about things. <laughs> I'm going to get all tongue-tied. And I'm not going to edit that out because I'm going to be real here. Confidence is the absence of self-consciousness. And let me tell you, when I am getting um, when I'm getting ready to play the piano in front of a group of people, and I'm gonna, this is a church setting for me. Um, I piano is not my main instrument. I know enough to be able to accompany myself and to accompany congregation and music, and I can play some, you know, intermediate level piano music. Um, but it is not my main instrument, and I am not confident in it at all. Uh, and I would get up in front of these people and I am so self-conscious. I will think myself <laughs> into a tizzy and I end up, you know, stumbling while I'm playing and my hands begin to shake, which affects my playing. Um, I am so self-conscious. And when I heard this statement, I was like, well, well, duh, confidence is something you, um, you have to shed self-consciousness to get confidence. And I thought, well, that is, and that's just, that's it. That that's simple. That's so easy. Um, anyone can be instant, instantly confident in any moment. Okay. So I just gave you a, an example of me playing the piano. I could be, I practiced, I put in my time learning the piece of music. Um, I, I put in practice time learning how to accompany um, a congregation of singers, you know, how to transition from one song to the next. I mean, I know all of these things. I'm, I am, I do have a confidence in my abilities, but when I am so self-conscious, when I get in front of these people, I just, I lose it, but I didn't really lose my self-consciousness. Oh my goodness. I am so, <laughs> I didn't lose my confidence. My confidence was there the whole time. It's just that my, my, I was so busy being self-conscious <laughs> that I, I, I lost my, I lost my ability to be grounded in, in the confidence that I had. So never, I never lost it. I don't think we ever lose our confidence. I just, it just gets crowded out with all of this, uh, stinking thinking, I call it, um, you know, I'm so busy with the thoughts of what other people might think about me um, or what they might think about the song um, or, you know, maybe they're they're judging me for things. Um, I am not good as good as the other piano player, you know, um, but when I drop and if I would drop, I need to practice this a lot more, but if I drop my self-consciousness my insecurity disappears with it. As soon as I am not self-conscious, I focus my thoughts and energy on what I'm doing. Or I focus my thoughts and energy, let's say if I'm speaking to people uh, in front of a group, I will focus more on their needs and not what they're thinking I'm focusing on, hey, you know what? These people came to this workshop and they are, these are women who are moms. They're not alone. They're seeking hope. They're seeking some direction. They're speaking, they're looking for someone who is going to speak life into them. And they're here for that purpose. And it's just me sharing 
my experiences, my um, things that I've learned that will help them. So when I start focusing on the things that they need, focusing more on serving them and helping them, my insecurities will drop right off. It's that simple. To get confidence in any situation, I stop thinking about myself and thinking about what others think of me and focus all of my thoughts and energy and attention on what I'm doing at the piano or my focusing all of my thoughts and energy and attention on the people who have come to listen to my podcast or watch a video or come into, um, you know, on a, on a webinar group chat that I have, or, uh, you know, come into a workshop where I'm speaking. It really is that simple. When I keep my own, I keep my own securities at bay by being genuinely interested in other people. I'm, I'm thinking about them in, from a service standpoint rather than thinking about what ifs and what do they think about me. And I spent, I spent all my time thinking on things that I, I can't control. Uh, my mama always used to say, don't borrow trouble. So don't borrow trouble, right? Borrowing trouble is, you know, trying to grab or trying to place, I'm placing my insecurities on other people. And that's, that's not fair. They're probably not thinking those things at all. They're probably there to enjoy me playing or enjoy me speaking um, or, or even singing, um, I'm more confident in singing than anything, but when, but you know, there are certain things that I do, especially the piano is one of my biggest insecurities. And when I'm asked to play, I just, no. <laughs> and I, but I do, I place all of my insecurities and fears and I place them onto other people. And that's not fair of me to do that for those other people. So I'm here to encourage you to tell you that there's a simple thing that you can do to be confident in any moment. And that is just simply dropping the stinking thinking, the self-consciousness. Stop being so self-conscious about what others think of you, which is probably not even happening. And just, just stop it. Drop it. How about I say this? Stop it and drop it. Let's put that hashtag, stop it and drop it. So just Hashtag stop it, drop it. That is our theme for this week, <laughs> for this podcast. Um, stop the stinking thinking and drop it. Okay. Um, stop the mental chatter in your head by just, just dropping it. Just drop it. It really is a simple thing. It's just that we have to remember to do it. So I encourage you, as soon as you catch yourself being overly self-conscious and you catch yourself in that stinking thinking mode, <laughs> um, drop it. Just, just drop it. And then you can really see others and you can serve them. And that's what I'm here to do. And I am going to, I am not even going to edit this uh, this segment because I'm going to leave all of the flubs and the mistakes in there because that's me. I am talking to you. I'm holding a conversation with you right now, just as if we were sitting here having coffee together and I'm going to hold a conversation with you and I'm going to stumble over my words. <laughs> um, 
There is a poem by Hafiz. I don't know if you've heard of this person or not. His name is so long. It's a Muslim name. But Hafiz, H-A-F-I-Z, um, wrote a poem. He is a Persian author, Persian poet. And um, he wrote a poem that I want to share with you and to close out the program. Um, Hafiz was um, in the lived in the 1300s, so he was known um, as one who lauded the joys of love and wine, but also targeted religious hypocrisy. You know, it's like perfect for me, right? <laughs> so those of you that know me, perfect for me. Um, all right, so the poem starts like this. Admit something. Everyone you see, you say to them, love me. Of course, you do not do this out loud, otherwise someone would call the cops. Still, though, think about this, this great pull in us to connect. Why not become the one who lives with a full moon in each eye that is always saying with that sweet moon language what everyone, what every other eye in this world is dying to hear? That, that's the poem, by the way. This guy had confidence figured out. <laughs> we're all crying for love, he says. We can't give love because we're focused on getting it for ourselves. So why not be the one that is that sees everyone else's cry for love and gives it to them? It's like... We, if everyone is taking care of everybody else, we're all going to be fine. It doesn't happen. I know this is the real world and it doesn't happen because people are so focused on getting it for themselves that they can't focus on other people. This is that me, me culture, but everyone is so focused on getting this love that we are so desperately crying for and we're the we're so focused on getting the acceptance for ourselves that we can't do anything for everyone else if we can get out of our own heads drop the you know the the selfish insecurity that we have we can start to see others and we can love them and when they get that love it will in turn come back to us it, this is a fallen world and it will take effort. It will take people listening to something like this podcast to be encouraged to do so. We have to get out of ourselves and give to others so it will come back to us. It does work. When we do this, we lose our insecurities and uncover what I believe to be our natural state, and that is confidence. We can all be confident people. We can see others and love them and accept them, which they will in turn love us and accept us. And we will, I believe it was Zig Ziglar that said, um, if you, you can have everything you want in life by giving others what they want. So, I mean, it really is 
Don't wait for other people to give it to you. Don't wait for other people to show it to you. You be the one. You drop your insecurities and uncover your confident, natural state. You can do it. Hashtag stop it and drop it. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Darlene Taylor, the Recycled Mom. You can follow me on social media on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, at The Recycled Mom. I'm the same on all social media platforms. Search for The Recycled Mom. And you can also email me at therecycledmom at gmail.com. If you have any questions or you have any collaborations or for speaking opportunities, please do email me there. Otherwise, have a great week. I love you all. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, 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 oh,